Hello from the MIT Legal Forum on AI and Blockchain here at MIT's Media Lab in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I'm David Fisher, the CEO of Integra Ledger. I'm Rebecca Ryan, and I'm a partner in Matheson, Dublin. And Barry O'Connor, another partner in Matheson, Dublin. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here at MIT Legal Forum on AI and Blockchain. Today we're with Rebecca and Barry, both partners at Matheson, a prominent law firm in Ireland. So Rebecca and Barry, what brought you to MIT for this, this event? Okay, so we're due to host our own event uh, at the end of the week, and we're hosting the first legal hackathon in Ireland. And we obviously met David and Brian through our Smart Innovation Initiative. Great. And, and what have you thought of these two days here at, at MIT talking about AI and blockchain and the law? It's been fantastic. The uh, collaboration, the networking, the connections that we've made has been really great. And we also have people coming back from the conference to our own event, which is fantastic. Oh, wow. Tell us more about that event. It's coming up, I think, in three days. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So we're hosting it at our office in Dublin. Um, the focus will be on blockchain and the use of blockchain in the financial sector and legal sector. So a big cohort of our clients will be financial uh, companies, so banks, asset managers, aviation finance, aircraft leasing. We're going to get them all in a room with our lawyers, and we're going to hack it out and look at viable use cases for blockchain. That sounds exciting. So what are you seeing, uh, I guess, in Europe and maybe specifically Ireland with companies, I guess you said financial services companies in blockchain and law? What are your clients telling you? It's interesting, David. It kind of falls into two groups. So our clients are telling us that they're focusing on it and they've definitely got tech guys who are looking at it and trying to find ways that their companies can use it or their industries are going to change and they can use it. But the other side of it is, I suppose, the people that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, the, the legal people, the business leaders, and they're actually a little bit scared of it because they don't really know what it is. And so they're keen to find out. So actually our event on Saturday is part educational. So we're going to explain to them what blockchain is. And these guys, because they're the business leaders, they know you know the pain points in their current business. And hopefully then they'll be able to say, do you know what? That sounds like a perfect solution for this problem I currently have. At this blockchain event that you're, you're holding, the, this blockchain hackathon, first in Ireland, uh, is this business of law or use of law? Or what, how, do, how does law come into the picture? I think it's probably a combination of because the clients that are attending are looking at it from their business perspective. So how can they take those inefficiencies and use technology to help them better in their business? But from a legal perspective, we're looking at how we deliver our services and can we do that more efficiently by using technology, specifically blockchain. So for example, I'm a litigator. Most of the court service is very paper driven. So if I want to improve that, can I use blockchain to do that, be it sharing of information, lodging documents in court, that would improve my service and the service I deliver to my clients, which gives them that value for money, more for less. And what's your feeling about how the government of Ireland you know, thinks about blockchain in a legal context? I know there is an expert working group, so um, I'm sitting on the IDA's expert working group. So there is a group of us that are coming together across all sectors um, to look at how we can develop Ireland as a hub for blockchain. I think the difficulty is, is trying to implement that. Obviously, it's a collaborative technology, so you need to get lots of people on board in order to try and move that forward. So that's something that we're all trying to do and, and implement. Interesting. Now, in your, in your actual practices day to day, how have you seen blockchain 
uh, entered the picture, say, over the last 12 months or 18 months? Uh, so my day-to-day job is in the financial services industry, asset management in particular, and it's interesting to see blockchain be discussed because for some people, it's a brilliant thing. So for example, KYC, AML, you know, it sounds like a fantastic solution, save a lot of time, a lot of problems for everyone, and they love it. But for other people, a lot of their business at the moment is driven by things like um, performing reconciliations. And so blockchain is a wonderful solution for that, but also a threat because it might potentially cut into some of their business. So there's a little bit of a a back and forth where people are saying, I need to find out what this is because it's going to disrupt my industry and I need to be on top of it. So in my particular industry, that kind of falls into those two buckets, I think. Interesting. And Rebecca, I think your practice uh, focuses on healthcare. Is that right? And how, how are you seeing blockchain impact your clients in healthcare? I think you'd be looking specifically in relation to the sharing of information. So medical records, how are they stored? Currently, it's still very paper-based. There's not a system for sharing information between hospitals. So you go to one, you go into another one the next day, they won't share that information. So you can see specifically that that's a solution. So all of the information is on the blockchain and it's available to everyone. I think that's where you can see real potential. Interesting. As a major Irish law firm, I think you have, you have clients in both Europe uh, and in the States. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of distinctions and, and how those client bases are approaching the technology? You know, what's the same, what's different? In my area, I think the business probably split 50-50 between clients in Europe and clients in the States. They're mostly global businesses, though. So what we often see is things are driven by the kind of the U.S. arm of the business. And then London sometimes is doing it alongside and sometimes a little bit behind. In blockchain, I think specifically we are seeing more kind of drive from the U.S. And that's okay. part of the reason, I suppose, why we're, we're here today is to kind of get that U.S. perspective on where blockchain is going in the legal industry, because I think it is probably fair to say that the U.S. is driving a lot of it. I don't yeah, know. I'd agree with that, yeah. And what are some of your big takeaways from this conference, which, which covered both AI and blockchain you know, in the law? Two major areas. What do you expect to take back to Ireland with you? I think, uh, I suppose, two things. One, obviously, is is the learning about the technology and specifically the ability to use both. So we want to use blockchain and AI to have the super tech. But secondly, I think it's the connections that we've made, which has been really fantastic. We've met a lot of really great people that are all kind of looking to push this forward in the same direction. And I think it's key that we all continue to collaborate to kind of get the implementation, get it going. And I think that's actually the biggest thing we both... Uh, feel that that's the biggest thing from the conference. Yeah, I have to say, I love being in the innovation space. I mean, day-to-day, as I said, in financial services, so a regulatory piece. If I go to a normal kind of financial services regulatory conference, it's incredibly different to this type of event where everyone is so open, so collaborative. You can go up and talk to anybody. They're willing to discuss and share their ideas. They're interested in hearing yours. You come away with so many valuable connections that I think, you know, you'd have to go to 10 financial services regulatory conferences to get that many valuable, useful connections that you can get in one conference here. It's been fantastic. And finally, just I want to pose this question because I, in my experience, Matheson has been pushing, you know, really to be at the forefront of innovation and these, these two exciting new technologies. What do you think uh, distinguishes or differentiates Matheson uh, from your fellow firms in Ireland or perhaps around the world? I mean, you clearly are here at MIT for this conference. Uh, that distinguishes you, but you know what is it about the firm uh, that leads you to be you know, innovative um, uh, in terms of these bleeding-edge technologies? Well, I think I'd, I'd say from my perspective, it's two things. One, um, we obviously have a whole initiative around being innovative, um, and um, whilst a lot of firms are looking at technology, we have a strategy around 
how we're going to implement that. And we spent a lot of time developing an innovation culture, so it's led from the top. But it also involves every level uh, across the firm, including support functions. So the second thing I'd say is it's our people. Um, and we're very keen to make sure that all people at every level, trainees and queues, are all getting involved um, and pushing it on. So I think they're the two key things for me. I think the other thing for me that kind of sets us apart is collaboration. So we're very focused on collaboration both internally. So we're a large firm, 600 people, you know, full service law firm. And internally, we've been collaborating very much in the innovation space, but also externally. So the conference that's coming up, we've been working with clients and setting it up and organizing it. And just more generally, when it comes to blockchain, obviously with Integra Ledger, we've been working very heavily. We were also working with Deloitte, with IBM, with others. So I think collaboration is another thing that, that sets us apart. That's terrific. Well, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Barry. Uh, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.